0: Today's episode of Friday Rollin' is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. There's a lot of sports this month, basketball, hockey, uh, baseball, NFL, college football. You need SeatGeek. Drop your old ticket app, use one bill for 2016, buy tickets and enter stadiums on your phone. Download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Today's episode also brought to you by Stamps.com, our old buddy. Stop relying on the post office, buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. Sign up for Stamps.com right now. Use the promo code BS for a four-week trial, plus a $110 bonus offer that includes postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of their homepage. Type in BS. Don't forget about Any Given Wednesday. That's my HBO show. Every Wednesday night, 10 p.m., we had Michael Rappaport, Doug Baldwin, and Joel McHale this week. Really enjoyed this one. Re-airs on HBO, HBO2, HBO Go, and HBO On Demand for great reads in sports, pop culture, tech, and politics. I hope you're checking out TheRinger.com where I unveiled my idea for the All the Right Moves remake on TV this week. You'll have to find that one. And also, don't forget about the Ringer Podcast Network. Nine podcasts in all in the Ringer Podcast Network, including Ringer University, brand new college basketball, and college football with new host Chris Vernon, among others. All right, we have Lombardi in the House coming up. Let's go.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's back. Clear enough for you? All right. We have two pack for like three more weeks. We're gonna enjoy. Every second of them. Two house cleaning notes before we get to Lombardi. Before <laughs> Sunday night's presidential debate, John Favreau and the Keeping It 1600 guys are doing live pregame and postgame shows, not only on Facebook Live, but on Twitter. Oh, yeah, we're putting them head to head. Follow us at Facebook.com slash ringer or Twitter.com slash ringer, and you can watch those pregame and postgame shows live. The last one was a huge success. This one's going to even be better Sunday night. Before and after the presidential debate. And also on Saturday night, October 15th in Boston, Massachusetts. My beloved Boston, Massachusetts. Jimmy Kimmel and I are doing a live show at the Schubert Theater that night. Think of it like a fancy podcast. All proceeds will benefit Harvard scholars at risk. We love that program. We love Jane Unruh. And we wanted to help raise money and awareness for that program. There are still a few tickets available. Go to citycenter.org, C-I-T-I, center.org, or call 866-348-9738. Me and Jimmy, live show, October 15th, Saturday night. This will probably never happen again. So there we go. All right, let's call Lombardi. All right, as promised, from FS1 and Fox, you can check them out on Sundays on the Fox 11 a.m. show and also on a bunch of FS1 shows. FS1, doing well right now. Skip Bayless has rejuvenated FS1. Mike Lombardi, how are you?
2: I'm great, thank you. How are you, Bill?
0: I'm doing good. I uh, I got killed last week in my picks, but I knew that was coming because it just felt like one of those weird, we don't know what the hell's going on in the league weeks. I have a better feel for this week um i want to throw a couple teams at you and see what your reactions were first of all the vikings are kind of the ultimate lombardi team right they get the lead they take care of business they do their job it's a little belichickian what are your feelings on them
2: i think it's very belichickian i I think what you see with them is the, the classic parcells type team where they they don't lose they they avoid losing and i think you have to give north turner credit here for his ability to call plays, he knows he's not going to be a head coach again, so he's not trying to interject his personality and tell everybody, oh, look how great the offense is. They punt when they have to punt. They make plays when they have to make plays. They take advantage of, of the situations. And I think they're playing complementary football in all three phases. They're hard to play. And I, the unsung thing that they do extremely well is they rush the passer with the kind of rush that keeps the quarterback in front of the defensive line, and it makes it hard for the quarterback to step up, they control quarterbacks with their pass rush as much as their
0: coverage. And you know what's interesting about them? And we should come up with a name for this team because there's one every year. There's the team where you go, yeah, if they get the lead, they're great. But but what happens if they play from behind? And every week they have the lead, and at some point they're just they end up being thirteen and three or fourteen and two, and and you're still waiting for them to play from behind. Isn't that one? That's this year's version of that team, right?
2: Yeah, because they they don't mind punting, and because they don't mind punting, the game never gets away from them. New Orleans minds punting. Yeah, you know they they know when they punt, they're down seven to nothing. Atlanta minds punting. Now they haven't had a punt, but their defense hasn't been on the field as much. So there's certain teams that mind punting, and when you mind punting, you know then you become a problem team. And I think when you see what you see out of Minnesota, is they'll play field position with you all day long. They'll control it, and you have to make plays on a consistent consistent, But You get 12 possessions in a game. Can you make three really good possessions and score 21 points, especially as good as they are in the red area? I doubt it.
0: Broncos and Vikings, the best two defenses right now. Is there anybody else even close to those two?
2: I think Seattle's really good on defense. You know, Seattle came back. Everybody says, oh, they're playing at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's going to be a hard game. You know, that, that stat about going east to west, you know, when you lump in the bad teams in that stat, stat is clearly, if you're a good team, you can play at any time of the day you want to play. You're going to play good. The 49ers, I think Bill Walsh during during 80, the time he was in San Francisco, he had a better win percentage on the road than every other team in the NFL did at home. Wow. So So, if you're a good team, you can play on the road. And I think Seattle's a really good defense. I think they've played much better defense the first month of the season. Their offense shocked me last week in their ability to move the ball against the Jets. So I think Seattle belongs in the conversation.
0: Yeah, and I I was shocked by how well Wilson moved. I mean, I I picked against the Seahawks solely because I just thought Jets D-line, shaky Seahawks offensive line. Wilson can't move. And now it's like, you can just get quarterbacks ready again in two days. It doesn't matter what their It'd injuries remarkable. are. It's amazing. He In the old days, he would have been out six weeks.
2: Yeah, he would have been with a heavy brace, couldn't move around. I thought he was going to have to play the whole game and shotgun and never hand it off and, and throw quick pass. And he did really remarkably well against a good defense. Look, the Jets, the Jets season is on the line in Pittsburgh because they're a good team and, They can't create turnovers, and they give the ball away, which is not a recipe to be described as a good team. But that's what they do, and they're going to lose their season if they keep playing that way. And this is the season in Pittsburgh.
0: So it sounds like you have a top five, Broncos, Steelers. I know you still love the Steelers, the Pats, the Vikings, and the Seahawks. Would that be your top tier right now?
2: Yeah, and I don't have the to me I call those the 60 minute teams. Those teams you you got to beat them for 60 minutes. You're going to have to play them and they're not out of the game no matter what the score for 60 minutes. Philadelphia is not quite in that group. Yeah. You what, know, Philadelphia to me is a 55 minute team. Yeah, let's now, do that cuz
0: we we were texting about this. Let's do the uh let's do the different minutes. So, you have five 60 minute teams. What are the Packers? Are they a 50 minute team?
2: I I have the Packers at a 55 minute team. Okay. And, and, exp- and explain what that
0: explain what that means though, because I, I it's, that, it's it's really cause, nuanced. Because
2: what happens is like a, like oh, let's start backwards. Okay, the forty five minute teams are the teams that can play good for three quarters. Cleveland, they're in those games now. You know, everybody said you know they're going to give the Redskins a tough game, and that's right, they are. But they can give them a tough game for three quarters. Yeah, they're a forty five minute team. So. I'm not a gambler, but when you look at the line, you think, oh, God, they're going to play them close because they can play 45 minutes. You've got to calculate the last 15 minutes of the game where they don't play as well. Right. To me, Tampa's another team like that. Chicago, Detroit. I mean, Miami has the ball 11 minutes in the first half on an average. Can you imagine that? They get the ball less than 50, almost a little more than 50% in the first half. They're a 45. They can play probably good for three quarters. Now, it might be the last three quarters and not the first quarter, but they can't play well enough. So I have Miami, I have Jacksonville, I have Indianapolis, and I have San Francisco in that category.
0: And those are all cross-offs for the season, right? Have we given up on yeah, Indianapolis? I, I don't
2: see them... I mean Indianapolis. I don't see how they're going to recover from this. I mean, they're not. There's no strength you can build on. Yeah. What are they going to build on? Their, their offensive line, their defensive line. You know, they go away to Jackson. They go away to London, and they can't. You can never get control of the game. That's why they're a 45 minute team. 45 minute team because they never can control the game. They can steal a win here and there, but they can't control the game. Then the next category is is 50 minutes where they'll get the game into the fourth quarter and it's going to come really close like that would be san diego right okay new orleans because of their offense can do it tennessee just because they just milk the clock they're not good enough tennessee but they but they play a lot of close games yeah you know buffalo washington's terrible on on defense really good on offense they can play into the fourth quarter with you now you're going to have to beat them but they're going to give. They could give you the game easily. Houston, Arizona, Carolina, the Jets, the Giants, and Kansas City. To me, those are those are 50 minute teams.
0: Carolina gives up 48 points to Atlanta, and I can't decide if that if we're going to look back and think that was the single flukiest game of the season, or we're we going to look back and be like that was the week we should have realized Atlanta was good and Carolina's garbage this year. Where do you stand on this?
2: I stand that Atlanta's a little better dressed up than New Orleans. Okay. That's really all it is. Atlanta doesn't want to punt because if Atlanta punts, that defense is on the field. Now, where they've done a great job is they're number one in the league in big plays. They have more big plays. I think they have 24 big plays, which are 20 yard passes or runs or more. But mm. they're also 31st in the league in allowing you to have big plays. So that cycle is eventually going to catch up. That's why they're, to me, that's why they're, they're in this category. They're like a 55 minute team because they can't really. They can't really play good enough defense for the entire game. Eventually, it's the dam's going to break. If they turn it over, if they miss field goals, it's going to be really a problem for them. So Atlanta, to me, is last year they started out 4-0. and They didn't make the playoffs. This year they started out 4-0. we three 3-1. Let's see what they do. To me, the liability is their defense. They can't win with their defensive line. And they're going to play teams. They have Denver this week. They have Seattle next week that can match up to them. And I think that will be the challenge.
0: I don't want to talk about Arizona too much because we're taping this on a Thursday and their games that night. But I did want to ask you, Carson Palmer. Even before he got hurt and got the concussion, all the signs were pointing to him having, you know, one of those years like Jake Delhomme had the year after the six interception game, where you have the traumatic playoff game. You're coming off a career season. You're banged up. It's unlikely this whole chain of events is going to happen again, and that's what we saw before that concussion. It, it, are you writing him off? Where would you stand on Palmer? On Palmer?
2: I, I you know, I did a lot of research on Palmer this week because you've been raising the question. You saw something in him, and everybody's not sure what's wrong with Palmer, but they know something's wrong. And, and the answer is simply this: Palmer is reverted back to who Palmer is. Last year was the aberration. Yeah. Look at the numbers. The numbers were so clear above his standard of excellence. I mean, significantly. Like a baseball player who gets averages 18 home runs and all of a sudden hits 45, yeah. or the three-point shooter who shoots 30%, but the, in a, during the season he ends up at 45. He had a career year. Palmer had a career year. That's the reality. What you're seeing in Carson Palmer is the same. Go back and listen to old podcasts, and you talked about him. Yeah. We talked about him.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's
2: the exact same. Po- it's good. He's a good player, but he's reverting to the mean. He's not... He's not—that last year isn't the mean. It's 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 the aversion to the mean, and so he's reverting back. And that's the problem. We're all looking at him as if he's that, and really what he is is the list history. Like if he was a baseball player, his baseball card, you would look at it and say, wow, 15 was an abnormal year for him. He was really good. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh,
0: you know? well, and unfortunately, I know we don't know what's going to happen tonight, and by the time people listen to this, they're going to know. Part of me wonders if— Him not playing for a week is going to be better for them in the long run because they had this team built around big plays and Palmer being a gunslinger and all this stuff. Maybe their team should be built around David Johnson and and the running game they have and just trying to move the ball and control the clock. I don't know. I guess we'll find out tonight.
2: I think when I was in Oakland, we had Kerry Collins, who's, you know, we were one in three after the first month of September. and Kerry Collins had uh, the highest rated quarterback, you know, based on the NFL.com quarterback rating. He was like over 100. Typically, he was always in the 80s. Yeah. And I said, if he's at this and we're one in three, got to fix other areas because he's not going to keep playing at this level. And I think that's what the Cardinals have to do. And I think where the Cardinals misjudged themselves a little bit was thinking that they could build off a Carson Palmer season, that that was who he is, when in reality, that was
1: an exception.
0: All right, we're going to play a game. I don't have a better title for this yet, but we're going to call it Fake GM. You are a real GM, so you're the perfect person to play this with. Um, you get. Let's say you're running, I don't know, one of the eight teams that has a quarterback that needs a quarterback. Let's say you're running... Uh, I don't know who really needs that. Maybe the Bears. Cutler's out for the year or whatever. And Miami calls you and says, we want to dump Tannehill. Third round pick. You can have him right now. And the salary cap stuff isn't that bad. Would you roll the dice with Tannehill for a third round
2: pick? No, because here's my rule as a GM, playing fake GM and real GM. My rule is this. I never want to trade for a player or sign a player and the next day say, you know, we really need to get a better player. <laughs> I never want to do that. I don't want to sign a guard and say, you know, we and and the next day say, you know, we really need a guard. Like that's not the business we're in. We're in to solve the problem. Now we have to be tactical. And I understand the whole theory of getting a little bit better at first, which Al Davis completely disagreed with violently about just incremental improvements. The reality of it is, is when I when I trade for Ryan Tannehill, I still need a quarterback. So why would I?
0: All right. You're the GM of the Niners. Regardless
2: of the price. The, the price doesn't matter.
0: You're the GM of the Niners. The Titans come to you and they say, Mariota's kind of regressing and we don't have the right team around him. I don't trust our coaching staff. I, I'm not saying we have buyer's remorse, but let's just say if you gave us your first this year and a second next year that could turn into a first if you guys win 10 games we'd be interested in maybe moving him for Kaepernick in the picks. What would you do?
2: I'm making that deal. I, okay. I, think, I think what you see with Mariotto, you certainly see a slip in his production this year from last year. He's actually had a better rookie season than he has a sophomore season. But the team around him, they have no receivers that can separate. It's not a conducive team for his skill set in terms of the players surrounding him. This is what I truly believe, Bill. Quarterbacks are like baseball stadiums. You have to build the team. In baseball, they build the team around the stadium quarterbacks are the same way. You better build your team around a quarterback that uh, on his t- on his talent skill set. Now, that doesn't apply to a guy like Ryan Tannehill because if I'm building it around Tannehill, I'm not going to be good enough anyway. But if you get an elite quarterback, which I think Mariota is, then you build his skill set around that.
0: All right. You're you're running the Rams. The Colts come to you. Colts say Luck's going to get killed. Like we can't put a good team around him. <laughs> We're actually we're interested in talking about a trade with you about Goff, and we want just a ton of picks, but we'll do this. We're ready to do this, and we'll, and you can have Andrew Luck. What's the price?
2: Well, I, you know, I mean, I think that's going to be really steep when you go look at the draft choices because Luck's entering the prime of his career. So you're you're talking to probably you know at least more than any Lawrence Welk one two and a three trade. Right. So it's it would <laughs> be significant. Wilk.
0: The problem, the problem with football is it's too hard to trade. In basketball, really you just have to fit the contracts under. But in football, because you have all these guaranteed bonus and all this stuff, and it's like you just can't flip people around. I, I obviously don't think the Colts would make a trade. But it's the Rams, it would be really interesting if they used Goff as some sort of, you know, if, if they thought, wow, we might actually have a chance to be a Super Bowl contender. We should use Goff, even though we just gave up all these picks for him. To try to leverage him into a better quarterback, but that quarterback doesn't exist. Would you? What would you give up for Cutler?
2: Uh, I wouldn't give up anything for Cutler because I would. Because if culture matters to me, bringing Cutler into my culture would really affect me. So to me, I've got to find somebody else. I think. The, I think the Bears are better with Brian Hoyer. I mean, Brian Hoyer, sixteen and fifteen in, in, in his career as a starter, going back to his time in Cleveland, his time in Houston. Look, I don't think he's perfect. But I think you can't. You know, you're not going to win a Super Bowl with Brian Hoyer playing quarterback. But you're certainly not going to hurt your culture of your football team. Yeah. And look like you have a quarterback who's disinterested in the game. I mean, you know, I, I, you're trying to build something. Like that's my problem with Chicago. They're not. I don't know what they're trying to build. Like I don't know where they're going. They got rid of their players, Forte Bennett, and they kept Cutler. What are they? What are they actually trying to build?
0: Is there a team that's underachieved so far that when you watch the talent that the team has? You think to yourself, wow, like that, like I was watching the Jags Colts game and the Jags, you know, they're a mess and I don't like Bortles and I certainly don't think they have a chance to win 10 games or anything, but I mean, they had a lot of dudes on defense that were doing stuff. And that was the first time I watched them and thought to myself, there's something here. I don't know what's here, but there's something here. Did you feel that way watching that game?
2: I thought Jacksonville's got some players. I don't know cohesively if they play like a team. I think the other team like that is Oakland. I think Oakland defensively. I know they're three and one, yeah. but Oakland is like really underachieves on defense. Like Oakland, like had no business beating Baltimore. You look at the stat sheet: thirteen penalties, horrible on third down. They've made enough plays to win the game, but you're not going to consistently beat teams. You know that's why they're in that fifty-five minute club because yeah. they're not going to consistently beat teams like that. So I think Jacksonville's probably a little more talented. I think the Jets are more talented in one and three. Understanding that Fitzpatrick and the quarterback, it just shows you how bad the Geno Smith and all those other quarterbacks are because they can't ever get to Geno Smith as bad as Fitzpatrick's playing. And there's no player who's yelling for, fit, for Geno to come on the field. So that's got to tell you something right there.
0: Tennessee's next five they're at Miami. Now I don't know what's going to happen with that game cuz we have this terrible hurricane coming. But they're going to play that game somewhere. Then Cle- then they have 3 at home, Cleveland, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville, which they have a chance to be favored in all 3 of those games. And then at San Diego. Now you could argue that all of those games not only are winnable but you know, if I had to pick, I might pick them in all 5 of those games. Is there a chance that Tennessee could do something in the NFC South? I know they have terrible receivers. Go. They
2: they they have a chance cuz they play the game never they only score 15 points a night. They're 31st in the league and and how many points they can score. So how many teams can you beat? Even when you play bad teams, if you average 15 points, you're not going to beat them. So they're always going to be in close games. They're always going to be down to that last-second field goal. Some they'll win, some they'll lose. So I don't think you could ever look at a, at the upcoming opponents when you're the Tennessee Titans and start penciling in Ws. So that being said, I think they're solid on defense. They play hard. They, DeMarco Murray, to me, looks like he's as good a back as he was with Dallas. I agree. They just have no skill around them. Yeah. And that's a and you can and, and to me the object of the game is to score points and the Titans don't score points.
0: All right, let's talk about the Pats. Um oh. something weird happened last week. Everyone thought Jimmy was playing and they didn't play and it almost looked like uh they weren't ready. And or maybe they thought the defense was going to win the game or who the hell knows, but uh it was just a weird game, weird vibe coming out of it. Do you see just you know, now Brady's back. Do we throw that one away, or should I take something from it?
2: Well, I think they have to—I sh- think it's time now. They've got 12 games defensively to step up. I think the concern you have as a Patriot fan is defensively, where are we? We played—you know, we're one field goal away from being 2-2. Two and two, Yeah. You know, and so— you know we're sitting there saying oh we you know we're 3 and 1 everything's great no we you know kid missed a field goal we could have been 2 and 2 we played a horrible second half against Miami we couldn't cover the bills receivers whether it's Robert Woods Walter Powell it didn't matter Charles Clay couldn't tackle LaShawn McCoy you know the defense needs to play better now it'll be masked by the offense cuz Brady will score points they'll get the lead and they'll do their things but at the time when it's going to matter against Pittsburgh or against Denver, the good teams, that defense has got to take a mother may I step forward. And if they don't, then you know that's going to be the downfall of the Patriots this season if their defense doesn't play well. Right now, they're not playing near the level that they need to play to be able to be considered a team that could go into Denver and win or go into Pittsburgh and win.
0: Everyone always says September. It's hard to judge because there's so many young players. Everybody's just too many guys that haven't been coached enough yet. There's not enough practice time, all that stuff. Is there a team that has, like, just a batch of young players that has really impressed you?
2: You know, I think Oakland has a bunch of good young players that that, that they've impressed me. You know, I think they've got a lot of guys that seem like they can do it. Philadelphia is a young team, really. Yeah. When you look at Philly, they're a young team that moves around really well. Uh I'm trying to think what what other. Jacksonville's got a lot of young players on their team. Pittsburgh's defense is fairly young, but you don't. What you don't want to be is is the Colts, where you have seven guys over thirty year old on your defense. And I mean, that's stink. where you don't want to be, <laughs> and you're terrible, and be bad. Yeah, that's what you don't want to be. So, you know, I, I, people say, "Look, September is just kind of jockeying." I get it, but last year, I mean, the, besides Kansas City and Houston, was one in three. They made the playoffs. And Atlanta was four and zero and didn't make the playoffs. Pretty much, it's you know when you're good in September, you're you're probably there's one or two teams that may not be good or may have overachieved in September, but there's a sense of there's I would say there's a core of eight teams that you know in September are good that are going to be good in November December.
0: Which team would you bet on to kind of come on here now that we're in October? KC or Cincinnati?
2: Uh. I think Kansas City is always a problem. I think because they just play a style that's almost boring. You know, they they, they, they are the Woody Hayes offense, uh, even though they spread you out. they are three plays to get a first down every time. And they don't mind it. They enjoy it. They enjoy a good 15-play drive and kick a field goal. Yeah. They, they relish in it. And I think their defense... You know, if they can get Justin Houston back, I think that'll be a giant bump in their arm. I just never trust Cincinnati because I do think Dalton is the perfect example of a 2020 quarterback. Yeah. I think he'll move the ball. They haven't really run the ball effectively. I think their offensive line, and one of the reasons why Dalton has had been sacked so much is because the line hasn't played nearly as well. And defensively, their corner situation is really not very good. They've kind of... They, They've kind of masked it a little bit here, but they haven't been healthy in the secondary. Until they get healthy in the secondary, that's going to be a challenge.
0: Who do you have as the wild cards right now? If you assume like Pats, Texans, Steelers, and Denver as the division champs, who would be your two AFC wild cards if you had to bet
2: on? I I think Kansas City's going to wear down. I don't think Oakland can handle the volume. I think Oakland's you know walked out of Baltimore. Fortunate that they were able to do it. You know if Pittsburgh wins it, I think since it'll come down to Cincinnati and Baltimore in in the uh, in the north. And I, I think Kansas City will be the other one in, in the West. I don't think I don't think we'll be blessed to get two teams out of the South.
0: So you're not buying Buffalo at all. We wrote them off after no, they lost enough. two games in five days, and then they won two in a row. Nothing.
2: No, I mean, I, I, I look. It's a nice story. Buffalo water will seek its level, level with Buffalo. They will. They will be seven and nine, six and ten before this is all over with. They just not. They're not going to be good enough to play. They're not going to be good enough to play. You're Bella is. Uh, your dogs. She's been dying to get on the podcast. Bella's been dying to get on the podcast. It's killed her that she hasn't made an appearance. But anyway, uh, Buffalo is not going to be just good enough. I mean, Tyron Taylor—they scored 16 points against the Patriots. The Patriots were willing to give them 30. Yeah. And I said on I said on the podcast they couldn't score 30 against there, and everybody was giving me a hard time. But you know the way they played, I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see how I don't. I think they'll have a hard time playing the Rams. Buffalo is going to be in every game. The Arizona team was, to me, the last couple of games, they've been fortunate. And I just don't think they're talented enough.
1: Yeah, Buffalo
0: scored on the first drive and then put up a whopping nine the rest of the game against a team that couldn't throw the ball at all, couldn't do anything.
2: Right. And then, you know, the, even against, against Arizona, they blocked a punt. I mean, yeah. they were doing some good things. But you think you think Buffalo's going to handle success? I think the more you talk up Buffalo, the, the better chance they have to fall down.
0: True. Last question. The Rams, 3-1, without a quarterback, uh, good defense schedules really helped them. Or, but they did beat Seattle at home. They did, they did, they did hold Seattle to three points. Uh, should we be looking yeah, them the at all? Day of
2: the year in, on the hottest day of the year in Los Angeles, the okay. water was forty dollars a bottle. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think the Rams will find a way to. I, I just don't see how you're going to keep sustaining this level. Yeah. You're just not going to do it. You can do it in September, but it's going to get harder in November to win like this. Trust me. It's hard to win in November and December. You're not going to win like this. And, and I think Arizona will correct themselves once they figure it out. And I don't think San Francisco has enough depth or talent, but the Rams don't have any talent on offense. They're always going to keep you in the game. They're always going to keep you in the game with their offense.
0: So you think the Rams and Bills are both going to lose when they play each other this week? It's going to be the first ever double (laughs) loss. I think
2: think both teams will try to lose. I think one will come out a winner. I, I, I think Buffalo coming off that win against New England will have a hard time maintaining their level of concentration. But that's just me.
0: Yeah, you love the immature team coming off a big win, uh, having a stumble the following week is one of your favorites.
2: Yeah, a- absolutely. I think, and then you travel across the country, and your focus. Hey, we're, you know, when you start, when you you think you're good, that's when it's worse. Whereas, like New England, nothing could have been better for Belichick than to lose to Buffalo at home. Right. It's the perfect opportunity for him to readjust his team and say, forget Brady coming in here. We need to tackle better. We need to block better. We need to cover better. You know, here's why. And that's why the theme out of New England all week was, forget about Brady coming back. This is what we're going to do. And he can get their attention. It's really difficult when you're you're a a young team to get their attention. And that's where I think Oakland's been a little fortunate because they've kind of found ways to win some games, and they're going to find ways to lose some of those games in November.
0: I forgot. I had one more question for you. You're the master. You're the guru of finding the random four-string running back who – had like three carries in some game and he jumped out at you and then you just file it away. And then much later the guy ends up being good. Is there anybody like that this year so far?
2: I think it's the Richards kid in, in Oakland. I, I think he's really the kid from Southern Mississippi. He, he's really a good back. They got him and they signed him as a college free agent. And I think he's a really good back. I think Dwayne Washington, the seventh round pick out of the university of Washington is a really good back. Uh he he's playing because of Riddick's injury. I think he's got a chance to be a really good player. And then Kenneth Dixon, who's been hurt, Louisiana Tech
1: fourth-round mm. pick
2: for Baltimore. Baltimore has no running game. I think Kenneth Dixon will come in and really shine. But those three guys to me jump off to me. I think they have really unique skills. There's a time where Dwayne Washington, a in, in Detroit, he's kind of, he's not Marcus Allen, so I don't want to hear anybody pick it. But he's got a little Marcus Allen run style to him. He can run, he's slinky, catches the ball really well. It's unfortunate that Detroit's offense isn't really playing very well, but I think he's got a chance to really emerge.
0: I wonder if he's hung like Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen, a legend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this I don't know. This is right. an area I'm not an expert on.
0: Uh, all right, you have 38 seconds to uh, talk about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid.
2: Well, I mean it goes back to Doug Collins. Every time we have the first pick overall in the draft, the guy loses I guess hurting his foot. I right. you know, I think we won't see that. we won't see Simmons until next season. I mean everybody says it's not that bad. Come on. Basketball players, I mean the the seventy sixers injury report looks worse than any football team.
1: Yeah. I mean they
2: got Okafor still out with a meniscus from last year. Right. I mean, like, really, what do they do? Like, does anybody rehab? Oh, I got a bad wrist, I can't play tonight. I mean, I would go crazy in the NBA like these minor injuries they guys are out it's like unbelievable football players are you kidding me so I, I i think we'll be in the lottery again there's no doubt we'll be in the lottery
0: i wonder if the process is really going to go all the way through year 4 where they're just going to toss uh, away another season they have all these big guys you can't of play they five are. centers uh,
2: of course they are. And everybody talks, oh, trust the process. Yeah, the process got us five centers. How's that working out for us? <laughs> everybody says, you know, Henke's plan's been magnificent. How's that worked out for us? We don't even have a team. We have a collection of players. The object is to build a team, not collect players. Right. And then we can't turn any of those players into, into assets. And, well, trust the process. I've trusted the process. i got 19 centers. I mean, <laughs> who's going to play? <laughs> Nobody can dribble the ball up the court. It's well, ridiculous. It's the, it's the, it, it proves one thing, Bill. If you ever tell people what your plan is, no matter how bad it is, they'll buy into it.
1: Right. This
2: is a lesson to learn for everybody, <laughs> because their plan doesn't work. Well, I like- nobody's giving them a hard time. I just saw the kid from Milwaukee sign an extension. We could have drafted that kid from Milwaukee. Yeah, we could have drafted the kid the Knicks have. Nobody says that's part of the process, though.
0: That is true. They they were trying to build build basically a team that could finish in the top three of the lottery every year while taking chances and big swings on prospects, and they didn't take Giannis or Porzingis.
1: Pretty yeah, interesting. I mean, it's, 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 it, it,
2: they're talking on both sides of their mouth. You add those two players to the 76ers team right now, now let's have a different conversation. But I trusted the process. I don't have those two guys.
0: I do like Saric, and I do like Embiid. And I actually think Noel on the right team could be good. And I actually like Okafor. I don't mind the players. The problem they're in now is that they can't play all of them at the same time. And everyone else in the league knows that they have to trade at least two of those guys. And I'm not even counting right. Simmons because he's out. And it's like you, you're going to be able to steal Okafor pretty soon for $0.55 cents in the dollar. That, that's going to happen. Right. That's and how we, this is going to play out. Draft,
2: we could have drafted uh, prolingus, Is that his name? Porzingis. We could have drafted him.
0: You could have you could yeah. have traded down and you could have taken like Devin Booker ten spots later or eight spots later or whatever there's a lot of stuff you could have done
1: I
2: that, if you're interested in building a team but see we were interested in collecting assets so now we have all these assets we have all these cars on the lot and we're not going to be able to sell any of these cars at full value because everybody knows we're trying to sell them right and that's so I've trusted the process and here's what I've got
0: right and that's why the process is defensible in a lot of ways, but the part that nobody factors in is what do you do when you're collecting assets when all of a sudden those assets don't make sense as a collection of assets? Now what?
2: Your, your, your job as an executive is to build a team. It isn't to collect assets. We're not in the hedge fund business. Like, we're not looking to add to our portfolio. We're trying to build a championship-level team. Yeah. Like, you. Can, oh, we well can turn those assets into, I mean, Jerry West will tell you it's fool's gold. That's his exact quote. It's all fool's gold. Mike, and, and it's the truth,
0: Mike Lombardi. A pleasure as always. I'm sorry about Ben Simmons. It was it, the injury resonated deep in the uh, in the, my Simmons family. I hope the little
2: young man Ben Simmons is doing as well as anyone. That's the most important Ben Simmons. He just, right
0: there. He had just gotten a jersey and a t-shirt jersey and a and a, and a snapback hat, and now Ben, now there's no Ben Simmons.
2: You can not so, blame it on me. Just blame yeah. it on. It's my fault. All
0: right. Uh, all right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks.
2: Thanks, Bill. Bye bye.
0: All right, we're going to call House to do uh, the Callaway Par 3, and then we're also going to do Eastern Conference NBA over-unders just for fun. But let's talk first about Sonos. It's the smart speaker system that streams all your favorite music to any room or every room. Control your music with one simple app on your phone or iPad or any other device. You can fill your home with pure immersive sound. Sonos brings your music together in one simple app. It's all your favorite music services. You can even play songs like Tupac. Uh, and you control everything from the choice of songs to the volume of the rooms. Play your music in any room or every room at once. Or play a different song in the living room, bedroom, even bathroom. Play the same track in every room. I don't care. You have all the choices you want. How can you have a party without Sonos? Seriously, how? Add your existing music service or discover something new. Go to Sonos.com right now. And also... Uh, happy anniversary to me because it was my one-year anniversary with Miendis. We launched this podcast a year ago. They sponsored the first one. They sent me a big box of comfortable underwear. I've been wearing them ever ever since. I actually have like two favorite Miendis. They sent me a bunch, but there's like two. I always rank the as like their starters and their starting rotation. And I wore Bumgardner two days ago for the Any Given Wednesday taping. And it was a shutout. It was just a great performance by the MeUndies. I I love MeUndies. Every pair is made from sustainably sourced modal, a fabric that's three times softer than cotton. Once you try them on, you'll understand why it has the rep, as the world's most comfortable underwear. MeUndies has dozens of styles, limited edition prints to help you make a statement with your underwear. Find your own bum gardener. Shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada. And if you don't like your first pair of MeUndies, guess what? They're free, too. Go to meandiescom slash BS for 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Build your starting rotation with MeUndies. That's meandies.com slash BS. And now, the glutton, Joe House. All right, as promised, Joe House, we are taping this on a Thursday afternoon. Every Friday, House and I do a Callaway Par 3 where we pick three NFL games. And, and uh, I triple bogeyed last week. I had the plus three. I think I went 0 for 3. I'm pretty sure I went 0 for 3. Did I go for I did go you did 0 for go. 3. What did you go? You
3: went 0 for 3. I went 1 and 2, so I went... I had a birdie, a bogey, and another bogey, so I am now plus 4 on the season. God, this Which, is embarrassing. What is your... So... Yeah. We we're are, both over par. Thinkers.
0: It's, it's, it's awful. So we're going to race through the Callaway par 3, and as a present to you guys, since we were screwing up our NFL picks, uh, we're going to do Eastern Conference NBA over-under. So we're going to do that after this. I will say... I did not like Week 3 NFL, and I did not not like Week 4 NFL. I do like Week 5, and I'm excited for Week 5. But first, tell them about the Callaway Irons house.
3: The XR Steelhead Irons, the brand-new XR technology on the old-school steelhead design platform, they're awesome. The number-one irons in golf, that's what Callaway delivers. These XR Steelheads are beautiful, fast, and technologically superior.
0: Okay, great. Great. All right. Callaway, part three, your first pick, go.
3: I'm taking the New York Jets. I've seen seven and seven and a half uh, at Pittsburgh. This is one of my um, old-school contrarian plays. We have not been doing very well lately, so I felt like I needed to go a little old-school with some of my angles. Uh, The Steelers won huge last week, as we know. Uh, So right out of the box, the public slams the Steelers as soon as the line comes out. There's over 80% of the public On the Steelers, Uh, the Jets lost and did not cover. It's a conference game. The Steelers 0-6, little nugget. 0-6 against the spread in games where they are coming off of scoring 40 or more, and the team that they're up against has lost two in a row. 0-6 against the spread. My big takeaway here, Ryan Fitzpatrick cannot keep throwing games away. Nine interceptions in two games. Is he going to throw this one away too? I, I, I hope not
0: there you go jets Jets. so i have that at seven and a half
3: okay wonderful
0: congratulations uh i have the raiders laying three and a half to san diego i think the line is too low i think the chargers keep blowing these games and it's having a real effect on them i think the chargers are banged up i think the raiders are actually more talented than they've shown in some of these games that they've had to gut out Uh, We just had Lombardi on he was talking about how much he liked the two running backs that are replacing Latavius Murray who I've never been a fan of and I just think the Raiders are ready to bust out and win a game convincingly and pound their chest because they're four and one and I'm ready for a week of Derek Carr stories. I think this is the week we really start seriously talking about the Raiders.
3: That's interesting, I like the chargers in that one i'm not okay. that's not one of my picks that's but fine the The Raiders don't have a strong history of covers. I know as a, as that's a favorite fine. they don't they don't like being favorite.
0: you know what else they't have a strong history of going west to east and winning ten and winning one a m game or one p m game so i I believe in I believe in the possibilities of this Raiders team all right, your second pick
3: okay. I'm taking the Denver Broncos laying six at home against Atlanta. This is mainly uh, a play against Atlanta. I feel like they haven't um, played anything like a defense that the uh, Bronx are going to throw at them. Every team, in fact, that the Falcons have faced so far are in the bottom half of the league in sacks. I think uh, the um, Broncos are going to sack the daylights out of Matty Ice. I think he's going to be looking for, looking for and feeling pressure all over. The Broncos lead the NFL in sacks and have 41 quarterback hits through the first four games of the season. The next closest in terms of quarterback hits, there are three teams at 27. So nobody's really even close to the Broncos in terms of mounting pressure. Matty Ice does not like pressure, and I also have one little nugget that I like. This is a silly one. Defending Super Bowl champions at home in Game 5 are 5-0 against the spread if they enter that Week 5 4-0. That describes the Denver Broncos. They're my pick. Minus six against Atlanta.
0: That's just absurd. I don't even know. I don't even know how to react to that. It's just... Uh, um, man, I, there's a lot of games I like that were like, minus three and a half and minus four, which always scares yeah. me off. Like, I like the Ravens against your team, but it's four, and the four scares me, and I know Kirk Cousins will give me a you like that garbage time touchdown. I'm just... I'm staying away from that. For... For my second game, I have, um, I don't know where this game is being played, but the Titans are playing the Dolphins, and they're getting three and a half points, and my rule is when I just think I'm getting like a free field goal, basically, I'm just taking it, and I'm taking the Titans plus three and a half, because... I actually just think they're better than Miami. I'm not, I don't think Miami is a good football team. I kind of, it's weird. I keep talking myself into this Titans team, even though they've let me down a couple of times. I think they're solid. They stay in games. It just seems like too many points. So I'm taking that. All right. Your third pick.
3: I totally agree with that Titans pick. I almost put them in this. I, I, you mentioned the dead and the Ravens. Of course I'm taking the Ravens <laughs> laying. I, you, you're, it's at four. I had them at three and a half. I'll four is fine as well. We have now, uh, uh, incontrovertible proof that the Deskins win games when those games are handed to them on a silver platter. They have not yet gone out and taken a game. I don't think they're going to Baltimore and taking this game. The, the Browns were, let me remind everyone, leading the Deadskins going into the fourth quarter 20-17 to 17, and then turned the ball over three consecutive times, yep. thereby ending their day. They were, the Deadskins were out-yarded by the Browns in that game. And the same thing was true of the Giants the previous week. Eli handed that game to the Deadskins. The Deadskins have not given out uh, have not gone and taken one. I uh, feel like the line here is low. I think on a power ranking basis, and we now have it's a small sample size, but enough of an indication of how teams should be ranked that the Ravens uh, on a neutral field are, are are a four three and a half to four point favorite, and then on as a home team should be six six and a half point favorite. I feel like I'm getting some some extra uh, value out of. The Ravens here. So I'm taking the Ravens minus four, let's say, against my Deadskins.
0: Okay. I really want to take the Pats minus 11 against the Browns, but I'm not going to. Uh, I also really wanted to take the Rams minus two over the Bills, but I can't pick Case Keenum, especially after our triple bogey last week. And I really, really, really want to take the Bears plus four and a half in Indianapolis because I think Indianapolis is just flat out atrocious. But I can't name three Chicago scope position guys at this point. I literally can't. I know Brian Hoyer's involved. Jeffrey's involved. Jeremy Langford's out. I don't even know who their fifth string running back is. I'm just staying away from that. So I'm taking Cincinnati minus one in Dallas because I don't think Dallas is very good. I think it's a deceiving three and one. They They lost to the Giants. They beat your Deadskins on a terrible Kirk Cousins pass. Yeah, the
3: Deadskins gifted that game to Dallas.
0: Yes. They killed the Bears, and then they squeaked it out over just an atrocious Niners team. And I don't know. I I just think Cincy, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but I think they're a good team that does everything pretty well and can stay in the game. and And I don't think they've really played a good road game yet where they can just I don't know I just like Cincinnati I don't believe in <laughs> Dallas so that's it that's my third pick
3: I love that pick thank and you I made a big play on it um in a different forum that I'll I, I'm, I'm not at liberty to discuss here okay
0: I like this week I, I and I'm gonna be teasing three team teasing the uh the pats with somebody I just don't know all right so we're gonna do we're going to do NBA runners But first, I want to talk about our friends at Squarespace, which who make it easy mm. to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Regardless of skill level, no coding needed. Not only does Squarespace build provide easy-to-use tools, they have state-of-the-art technology that ensures security and stability. And security. Millions of people in some of the world's most respected brands, including Joe House, trust Squarespace, so you should too. Not only do you get 24-7 online support, You can even design a best-in-class online store with Squarespace's award-winning templates and customizable settings. And with Squarespace Commerce, you get all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, send custom emails. Look at House's heavy breathing into the phone. He's so excited. In one intuitive interface, start a free trial today. No credit card required. Squarespace.com. Use offer code BS and you get 10% off your first purchase. And check out, what's your Squarespace website? HouseFromDC.com.
3: House from com, of course.
0: Have you been posting eating Anybody pictures? Anybody who needs a
3: food, food recommendation, in the? if you're coming to the DMV and need a food recommendation, I've got them all up there. It's probably due for an update. I've been to a few places since I posted that. But there are probably 25 different restaurants from a whole variety, walks of life, House from com under House Recommends. And, yes, there are many pictures of, of delicious food items on that website.
0: All right. What's your number one DC restaurant right now? Uh,
3: it's a place called Kinship. Um, it's a kind of a new American thing um, by a guy who used to uh, cook for a restaurant called City Zen, which was in the the Mandarin Hotel here in DC. Okay. He opened up his own shop, uh, in, right, in the Shaw.
0: The, that was too long an installation. It's too long of an answer. Okay, Nobody,
3: sorry. Kid yeah, shit. Just want a quick
0: answer. Right Why haven't you been on Cornerizer's podcast yet?
3: He hasn't invited me.
0: He's a dick. He's a cranky old. Do you think dick. I would say no? No, he, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have Uncle Tony invite you because you should be on his podcast. Come on, Uncle Tony. Um, quickly, before we get to the over unders, I'm not allowed to bet on the MVP since I have a vote, but I think I'm allowed to actually talk about the odds. And everybody is on this Westbrook MVP bandwagon. Because he's gonna shoot not thirty. Me. He's gonna shoot thirty two times a game and have a usage rate of forty and they're gonna go forty two and forty. I'm not on that bandwagon. Uh, me either. There's a guy whose odds are too are askew. Can you guess what I'm thinking?
3: I'm I, I haven't looked I haven't spent one second looking at it, but the my right, guy, guess- you know what I'll
0: do? Hold on. I'm gonna read you the top twelve guys. Do not make a sound until I'm done. LeBron four to one. Westbrook four to one. Curry four to one. Durant eight to one. Kawhi ten to one. Anthony Davis fifteen to one. Harden twenty to one. Paul George thirty to one. Carl Anthony Towns thirty five to one. Kyrie forty to one. Blake fifty to one. Carmelo fifty to one. Chris Paul fifty to one. Now it's getting ridiculous. Okay. Any of those jump out to you?
3: There are three that I like. Okay. Two of which I would play. One I would not play. Yeah. The three that I like: James Harden. Okay. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. And Kawhi Leonard.
0: Okay. Now you and I have not. I wouldn't ta-
3: play Kawhi because yeah. ten to one isn't enough value for me. This but is, I love. Go ahead.
0: No, go. You love. I didn't who? look at this. Towns. This is like the newlywed game where you and I have not discussed this, and yet we ended up with the same answer. The James Harden odds are way out of whack. 20 to 1 is ludicrous. It's just yeah. ludicrous because he had the year from hell last year. We're Two coaches. He had Ty Lawson on his team. He had, uh, the chemistry was way off. The whole year sucked. He's dating Khloe Kardashian. Throw it away. year before, he was the number two MVP. Now he's got Dan Toney. It's making him the point guard, which he basically is anyway. Uh, He's going to be super motivated. That four seed is wide open in the West. And everybody's talking about Westbrook. Oh, Westbrook. Oh, oh my God. It's like Harden's going to have better stats than Westbrook. And he's going to have better percentages. And he's going to be on a better team. And 20 to 1 is insane to me. Because the MVP is wide open. The Golden State guys, you can't vote for any of them. I think LeBron, this is the year he cruise controls the regular season a little bit. And... I don't know. I I just think it's sitting there. Twenty to one is outrageous to me. I can't believe those are the odds.
3: Yeah, I agree. I, I would. Yeah, I would have reversed I, if you had just get, given the odds um, and and names and said match these. I would have matched Kawhi Leonard up with twenty to one and put Harden down at ten to one. But um, let's um, hang up and make a play on on James Harden. No, I'm not we allowed. We both love him at twenty to one.
0: No, I. I, I oh, have you're a not. Vote. I am. I have a vote. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm gonna hang up and make a
1: play. My job Hooray! is
0: my job is just to point out which odds are out of whack. The only other one that I saw in here is Jalen Brown is a million to one, and I wouldn't roll that out because <laughs> his two dunks are this, incredible. You're such Jalen Brown.
3: Accra- I mean, you're so asinine. My dad, the way you work <laughs> a Celtics in every single time. <laughs>
0: My dad and I were talking about the Celtics yesterday and my dad goes, my dad's all in on Jalen Brown. Jaylen Brown. All Jalen Brown had to do is four dunks and one story about how Jalen Brown, Jay Crowder's taking Jalen Brown under his wing. Jalen Brown goes over to Jay Crowder's house, and plays with Jay Crowder's kids. He plays video games with them. And my dad is like, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He plays video games with Jay Crowder's kids. I'm like, what? You're in on the pick now because he plays video games with Jay Crowder's kids? What are you talking about? Uh Porzingis is a hundred to one.
3: Congratulations. <laughs> Boogie Cousins. Good luck to the Knicks. Boogie Cousins fifty Best to one. Good luck to the Knicks this season.
0: Yeah. Uh all right. We're gonna do Eastern Conference. We, you and I have not talked about this. Right?
3: Yeah, you didn't give me any notice. I have barely done any research. So when I get all the names wrong, people can tweet about it and then I I own no, it. No, no, I'm going to get the names wrong. No,
0: we're not we're not even going that far. This is a preliminary deep dive.
3: Oh, that's a relief. So we're going to get to to do our our usual over under. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do the proper research and everything.
0: We're doing the east this week, we're doing the west next week, and then we'll do it for real the following week. I just, I I just want to get That's these brilliant. out. We're going to dabble. It's appetizers. I'm I'm, right now I'm passing yeah, out dabble. shrimp cocktail and, and cocktail sauce. Mm. And, yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. I'll just do this alphabetical. Year of Atlanta. Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta's got uh, Dwight Howard. Atlanta has an awesome FX show that is my favorite show in a while. I love that show. You please tell me you're watching. I haven't the Donald had a Glover to show. watch it yet. Oh my God, House! What's happened to you? You I, haven't you watched know, the Donald Glover show yet.
3: I haven't had a chance.
0: That's that's a crime. It's in the pipeline. That's like a crime against a humanity. Lot of shows the pipeline. That's a crime against humanity. No, you. Nobody would love that show more than you. Not one person I know. Except I'm remember, only four remember,
3: episodes behind, right?
0: No, there's been six.
3: Oh, oh. Right, Well, I'll get caught up. Tonight would be a good night. I'm going to watch them tonight.
0: You're the same man...
3: I don't have to watch any of the boring baseball.
0: Before you died and became just a domesticated husband, you're the same guy who 15, 14 years ago when Crazy Eyes Killer was on Curb, we had like an hour-long phone call afterwards just to rehash like every second of that episode, and yet you're not watching Atlanta. I, I can't I'll, handle I'll, it. I'll get there. I'm so upset about it. Can you watch it this weekend? The Ryder Cup's over. Stop watching golf.
3: I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch three episodes tonight of Atlanta. How about that?
0: No, watch all of them. I'll They're all episodes. excellent. It's the best show on TV right now. I can't now. watch
3: all six tonight. I I have to get to sleep. I have important things tomorrow. I have a round of golf. The Nats' first playoff game is tomorrow.
0: Westworld too.
3: I'm, I I started watching it uh, and got distracted and then saved it.
0: Well, get bang out Atlanta. But I'm yeah. not I'm not a sci-fi guy and I'm not a western guy. It was cool. It was just right. weird and different, and I liked a lot of the actors. Um, all right, Atlanta is forty three and a half.
3: My preliminary take is I kind of like the over. Yeah,
0: that's what I because I like too.
3: them at forty four to forty five wins.
0: I'm in on the one last great Dwight season before the wheels come off, and not, not even great, just like a eighteen and twelve. Like he's never played with a point guard before is the thing I keep coming back to in my head, and maybe Dennis Schroeder, isn't it, but. Just feels like the style will be good for him.
3: Jared Jack. Oh, I, Jared Jack, I Tate agree says. With
0: that. Tate Tate wants to wants to point out. Dwight once played with Jared Jack.
3: No, that's who he has now. He has Jack now. Oh. He has Jack, he has Jack and Schroeder. Jack's the backup now.
0: Jared Jack's like Achilles exploded like nine months ago. He'll
2: be fine. Right, he can't He'll be, be fine. back yet already. Oh, Tate's looks like <laughs> he's kinda in on Atlanta. Oh yeah.
0: Tate's oh, in on Atlanta. That's
2: my number two in the east.
0: That's oh stop it, Tate. Yes. Well, let's get to the that's actual number doing. two in the East, the Boston Celtics. 52 is the over. I, at 62, I would still bet this. At 72, I would think about it. 82, I wouldn't. I would not bet over 82.
3: That, 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 that's where you draw the line. 82-0, and 0, that's it. No chance where you'd take the Celtics. This
0: team's going to be really good, and they're going to have some of the best chemistry we've ever seen. And Al Horford... Ortiz is retiring, and the mantle is being passed to Al Horford as uh, the greatest teammate, a humanitarian, somebody who can take the whole city under, just an awesome guy. Every every room he goes into, he just makes the room better. He heals animosity.
1: The thing that's so hard
3: to take is... Because this is just a preliminary, we're yeah. going to have to do this all over again. I'm going to have to listen to this same grotesque <laughs> hyperbole all over again. I agree that 52 is the number. I like the Celtics. Too low. It, would, it would be great for them. I, I'm, I'm excited to see them have a guy who might be able to score the ball inside of four minutes, uh, You yeah. know, make some hard baskets. Um, Horford could and should be that guy. We'll see. But 52 is a great number. And uh, I mean, right. 51 and a half is great, so 52 is a winner, and we like both like the Celtics. <laughs>
0: We won 48 last year. Smart is going to be better. Rogier is actually going to be an asset, it looks like, off the bench. I can't believe it. I feel like I found $20 in my jeans. Horford, huge upgrade. And then Jalen Brown, X-Factor. I don't know. I like the— I, like the, uh, I
3: think the defense is going to be slight, you know, slightly better, which is saying something, because the defense was really good last year. Yeah. One of the few teams that gave the Warriors a r- real test.
0: And Don't Sleep on Crowder was hurt the second half of the year. I think he'll be healthy. And, and Don't Sleep on Crowder's kids. They're amazing at Madden. Uh, Brooklyn, <laughs> the Brooklyn over-under is 21-and-a-half. And I kept looking at it thinking it said 11, and it actually didn't. It keeps saying 21-and-a-half. I, I can't imagine how this team wins 22 games just on a Brooke Lopez, Jeremy Lin pick-and-roll. My, so my preliminary would be under. Am I missing anything? Like they added nobody. They have no first round pick. They have no hope.
3: <laughs> like what, what is going on? It's it's it's. Can't you stumble into twenty two wins though in this league?
0: I mean, they I mean, you tried can be to really last year. bad
3: and still win twenty two games.
0: They tried last year. They had Thad Young and Lopez ruining my number one pick, and uh, I don't know. I. I I, I would think they would want to go the other way and, and try to trade Lopez at some point, try to get anything for him and just completely blow it up. But what do I know?
1: Sharp- but they, the, the,
3: the, what's the tank? I mean, they don't get anything for tanking.
0: Well, they I mean, I would argue it makes no sense at all to have Brook Lopez on this team. Like literally no sense. Zero sense. Because worst case scenario he gets hurt. Best case scenario, he wins a couple games for you, but you have to trade him if he has any trade value at all. I would think you would want to trade him. It's not like three, well, you're gonna, building I around it three win exactly, right,
3: They're going to win exactly 21 games, so we're both going to take the under on them.
0: Charlotte, Charlotte's 40 and a half. Mm. Yeah. I, don't, I have no opinion. Take, mm-hmm. Give me an opinion on that one. Uh,
3: I'd say over. I Are that. you trading
0: for Greg Monroe? Think we will? Yeah, I think you will actually. Uh, MJ likes having those old school low post guys.
3: You're saying Kid Gilchrist? What? Say Kid Gilchrist to the Bucks and get Monroe?
0: No, I think, yeah, I think you get Monroe for a pack of donuts and a oh. box of donuts and a pack of Marlboro Lights. Better than Roy Hibbert. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte's what did I miss? 49.
3: Why, why are they so low? Why are they so low? Unclear. That feels incredibly low. What Kemba's happened? Best was last yeah,
0: that Kemba came off a great year, but Batum got paid. Um, they turned out Jefferson and Roy Hibbert. Kid Gilchrist still. Kid Gilchrist, is, Kid Gilchrist is. Kid Gilchrist is. His arm still isn't totally coming working. back from injury. I don't know that. Nah.
3: I like the over. I'm mystified by why it's so low. I'm. I like the over. You know, to, as a as a gentle over. Forty three. Bu- why can't they win forty three?
0: I don't have an opinion yet, but I will in two weeks. Bulls is 40, right. and I don't have an opinion on that one either. But that team, I'm prepared for anything. I think that's our ceiling basement team this year. I, you could talk me into 50 wins. You could talk me to 20. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I don't really I'm right there with you. Hey, I mean, it's seriously. a hard one.
3: That's the, that might be the hardest one.
0: What is that team?
3: <laughs> what, what the
0: hell is Who going is on? It?
3: Hey, it's how te- many games is D. Wade going to play? Let's set the over-under for how many games he's going to play first.
0: It's a team out of like 1988. It's a team that you construct when the three-point line doesn't exist or that nobody uses it, and yet the hoops IQ of Rondo and Butler and and uh, Wade Even Butler's and Butler's
3: really good at basketball. I know,
0: and getting Taj Gibson, like these are all guys that know where know. to go and what to do. Ameritic, all these guys know where to go and what to do, and that part is fascinating. And also, like Rondo, I, I'm, I'm just not ready to write him off yet. I thought he had good moments. I thought that was a crazy situation he was in last year. He was on a crazy team with the team that hated its coach. They didn't play defense. Um, the, I guess the X factor would be Fred Hoiberg, who <laughs> le- who left me cold last year.
3: They still won forty two games last year with Fred Hoiberg. And I that think, would seem like a worst case scenario for them. Yeah, I would. How was mailing It in uh, 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 Noah was was hurt.
0: Chicago or New York will be in the mid 40s and I need to spend the next two weeks figuring out which one. Cleveland's at 57. I I guess it depends on what LeBron season you're predicting. If it's, you know, they know that they it doesn't matter what seed they have. It doesn't matter if they have home court. None of that matters. They, what matters is LeBron being healthy in May and June. And my guess would be that He's going to be on cruise control and try to turn the team over to Kyrie and Kevin Love, who's by all counts looked awesome and is healthy again. And maybe just lets those guys and and basically just becomes not a supporting guy, but more of a facilitator, steps back, lets those guys sow their oats. He rests, he sips, maybe he plays 65 games. Feels like we're headed toward that season, but I think we've learned never to count out him just being a maniac and trying to win the MVP. again. Yeah, we we
3: made that mistake last season. You just described the narrative that we thought was going to be the prevailing narrative last season, and we both got got Cleveland wrong.
0: Yeah, so I need a couple more weeks to study on that one. Detroit is off the board, I think, because Reggie Jackson is hurt and nobody can tell. Detroit is uh, the NBA hipster community, and you know who you are. Everybody likes Detroit as like a real sleeper. Gallagher, oh Gallagher! Jason Gallagher is in here. One of our ringer dudes who's done a lot of great stuff on oh, the yeah. video side for us. He just did a fist pump. All the young hipsters, all the young kids, are in on the Pistons. They want to watch. They want to watch Andre German miss key playoffs in a second key free throws in a second round game. Uh, I don't know what to make of that team, Indiana. Can you can you guess the Indiana over under? I'll be interested to see if you guess this.
3: Uh. They won 45 last year. I'll say 46.
0: Yeah, 45.
3: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
0: It's a competent team. They're kind of to me they're the dark horse for the 2 seed. It's a competent like team with a lot of veterans. Yeah, yeah, they just have they just yeah. have adults. It's an adult team. Right. Yep. Uh, let's see. Who? Miami's 35 and a half. That seems high.
3: How are they not off the board? I guess it's confirmed that Bosch is not going to play for them this year.
0: Bosch will not play for them this year. That's done.
3: Yeah, that's too high. That's too high.
0: So you're looking at Hassan Whiteside, uh, Winslow and Richardson, a lot of Dragic. Tyler
3: Johnson.
0: Yep. Some Tyler some fifty million dollar Tyler Johnson coming off the bench. Goodness
3: gracious. Yeah. Amazing. And America's uh, the best country on the planet.
0: A whiff of Josh McRoberts, just a whiff, faint whiff.
3: What's it smell like? What's, it, what kind of whiff is that?
0: It smells like David salary cap space. Uh, <laughs> and I can't remember who else is on this team because I haven't Wayne done my. Oh, Wade Allington. Oh man, that team's going under. Hey, yeah, we
3: like the under. <laughs> we, we like the under.
0: Well, Miami had a great run. They won a couple titles. They won in '06. They yeah. won in '12. Sure. They pulled one out of the deep recesses of their assholes in 2013. And it was a great run. And I can't they believe... They stole
3: LeBron, that. for Christ's sake.
0: And Pat Riley invited Dwayne Wade over to the room that was covered in Saran wrap when Dwayne Wade came in and shot him in the back of the head. That was unbelievable. I still haven't gotten over that. Dwayne, come on over. I'm having a barbecue. All right, I'll be there at 3.15. Done. Horrible. But he saw something last year in that playoff series. When he couldn't, when Wade couldn't beat Toronto, I think Pat Riley was like, I'm done. I'm rebuilding. I got you know Winslow. I got Whiteside. I'm going to stink this year. I'll get a top five pick, and I'll pull another franchise guy out of my butthole, and we'll be good again in two years.
3: So that, that was the calculus. He, he couldn't gamble on Bosch coming back. And if you, if you don't have a good feeling about Bosch coming back, then there's no point in keeping Wade.
0: Right. Milwaukee, a sexy pick last I year. I Milwaukee. Sexy. Milwaukee's I get wearing them lingerie. Wrong every year. They were wearing a nightgown and lingerie last year. Uh, 36 for this year. 36? 30, Seems low. Feels low. Seems a little low.
3: I'm going to research them. I get yeah. them wrong every year.
0: The Knicks are 40 and a half. I that's another ceiling basement team. And who the hell knows what to expect with this Derrick Rose thing, which I don't even want to talk about or approach or stare at for a second. Brandon Jennings is on this team though. And I actually think he's going to be a real asset for them. I think he's, he's
3: Boy, they're, they're going to need that. They're going to need him to be an asset because Derrick Rose is the starting point guard right now.
0: And poor Zingas is a second year guy. And I love yep. second year guys. And if they, do what I think they're going to do, which is probably play Joakim Noah twenty six to twenty eight minutes a game. Play him a little bit with Porzingis, but then play Porzingis at the five too. I want to see. I want to see them play Porzingis at the five with Carmelo at the four. Is the lineup I want to see for I can't the Knicks? Believe. I think I might take the over for the Knicks. I think I, I like I the Knicks. I like I feel their like team. It's been ten years. I like it. I like their team. Phil Jackson, man, he knows what he's doing. <laughs>
3: Just so, take the overall on the Knicks. Somebody, Jesus wake, Jesus
1: somebody wake Phil
0: Jackson up from his 4 p.m. nap and tell him I like his moves. <laughs> Orlando. Oh, I guess Orlando. Uh,
3: how many did they win last year? 35. I bet they're at 37, would
0: be my guess. Nice. That's what they are 37. Oh, good. Yeah. They do have the uh, two Congo dudes, which I like. I like the Biombo Abaca combo but somehow yeah. they, they, i don't understand how anybody in the nba can have a shitty point guard situation it's like impossible it's the biggest supply demand position we have we have 30 starting spots for a point guard and we have like 75 qualified point guards and yet orlando it's like the weak part of their team i don't why would you spend nine million on dj augustine what did Alfred well, you, Payton show you the last couple of years to make you think he could still start? And I was a huge fan of his, but nothing. he was terrible. He can't shoot. Can't um, shoot. Can't you can't play point guard and and throw up bricks in 2017? Uh, Maybe Ricky
3: Rubio will get that message this year.
0: And I don't understand how you play Gordon Abaca and v- Vucevic and Biombo together.
1: Gordon's playing small.
0: Yeah, they have Gordon. Tate said they have Gordon at small forward. Guess what? That's a mistake. I don't like that at all. Who's their coach? Who's their coach, Tate?
2: Uh, from Indiana, yeah, Vogel. Oh, Vogel.
0: Yeah. oh, Vogel! Oh, Vogel! That, yeah. I forgot they had Vogel. Yeah. See, this is why I, yeah. this is the unprepared over under go Hazonia. through.
3: We need to do the research, right? right now the Hazonia.
0: You know, I, I saw Hazonia's when Rudy Fernandez was on that Spain Olympic team. Yeah. And I was thinking, how remember how excited we were about Rudy Fernandez 10 years ago? And I think that's his. Own we were life.
3: also excited about Hazonia.
0: But that's what I mean. I'm worried that that's hisonia's destiny. He's just like this Spanish cocktease, like Rudy Fernandez. He's going to tease us yeah. into thinking this is the year and it never happens. I'll tell you one thing, though. No, he's going to have a lot of sex. A lot of sex in Orlando. That dude, Orlando.
3: That dude. Good he's place gonna, for the sex.
0: Uh, <laughs> do you want to guess Toronto.
3: Whoa, how, wait, let me look at that. that no, uh, don't
0: look. Just so when guess. The way they went,
3: forty-seven, forty-eight last year. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say forty-six and a half for Toronto. Slight like down tick.
0: Fifty. Like. five 50.
3: Why are they better?
0: Well, they added Sabonis. They just signed. They they added. Oh no, Oklahoma City got Sabonis. No, they had a. They got yeah. the no, the Purtle. Purtle. They got Jakob pertle
3: Oh yeah yeah
0: yeah. Jakob pertle Dead silence from house. Jakub well, Pertl was the guy. He was the guy Sabonis destroyed in the NCAA tournament. So they got him. So yeah, is he going to
3: get ten minutes? I don't. I don't care about Pertl.
0: They lost so by fifty. Oh,
3: they won this is the, they won fifty six last year. So I disrespected Toronto. I, I forgot how how uh, successful they were. They were great at home. They only lost nine games at home last
0: year. I gotta year. say, I didn't realize so fifty they, is fair. This is why we were being very careful about pointing out that we haven't researched everything yet. I didn't realize Toronto <laughs> won fifty six either. I think I blacked out. I think I blacked <laughs> I think out for the did. last seven wins. Jesus,
3: I forgot. Yeah, yeah, they were a game away from being the number one seed in the East.
0: I thought Tate didn't they add somebody? I thought they added one summer dude. They do something? Couldn't have just been Jakob Pertl. Well,
3: I mean, they had the recent. I mean, DeRosa they just re-signed re-sign, some dudes. Yeah,
0: I mean, then they have Jonas. Oh, Sullinger. They got Sullinger. Oh, they got Sullinger. I mean, yeah, nice guy, but. Know what to say about that. I think they're worse. Congrats. That looks like an early underpick. Last but not least, the wizards. What do you think they are?
3: Yeah. My almost bullets. Um, we actually tease this a little bit. Right when this this stuff came out, you um Oh you yeah, I did me, I think it was like forty one and a half or forty two or something.
0: Forty two and a half.
3: Uh early returns on the almost bullets. Oh no. Sadaransky. No backup point guard six seven you should see the dunk clips i already love oh, them like, i like it uh
0: where is this guy what team was he on in the olympics or somewhere i've seen uh, something in front of this guy and i got excited
3: like czech republic I, i'm gonna mess it up i don't i don't know i haven't studied anybody either yeah, but his awesome. dunk clips are awesome
0: so i saw far. something of him and i got excited for you that'd be nice
3: yeah um
0: i hope that happens the
3: uh the the I, I love obviously I'm going to take the over for the almost bullets I think wh- whatever uh, the number is um, Scotty Brooks is going to be a two to three to five game upgrade over uh, Randy Whitman the chess player Randy Whitman the famous chess player um, and I think the, <laughs> the real key is always, is going to, be is Bradley an Beal going to play 50 games. Huh?
0: You just said Scott Brooks is going to be an upgrade. Just want to remind over you over
3: Randy Whitman. Did you, I mean, hello, I watched 82 games of Randy Whitman in the last three seasons. Do you think that was fun? No. Scotty Brooks is an upgrade over Randy Whitman.
0: Sacramento calls you November.
3: Yes. The answer is yes.
0: No, it, it's Go an ahead. offer you weren't expecting. Okay. They're actually interested in getting John Waugh. Okay. They want to offer you. Um, oh man, they don't have a lot to offer. They want to offer you the Rudy Gay expiring contract. Willie Collie Stein. This year's number one, unprotected, and their 2019 number one, unprotected for John Wall.
3: No, 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 no. I hang up the phone. Really? No, not even close. They're going to be the almost bullets are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm hanging up. That's awful. That's an awful trade proposal.
1: Okay,
0: you're going to keep Wall and Bill together.
3: Yeah, that we want to see them play. It would be great to, to have both of them for a full season and see what they're capable of. They were one John Wall wrist injury away from playing in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. That's a, that would have been something. It's exciting.
1: Your
0: best basketball. We're going to get back
3: to the playoffs this year.
0: The best Chocolate City basketball moment of the 2016-17 NBA season is going to be when the Cavs visit the White House. I'm sorry. That's it. That's going to be the pinnacle. <laughs> When all those dudes come in and, I, I, and Obama bust J.R. Smith's balls about how he's glad he wore a shirt and he does that whole thing. It's going to be the best. What's going to be better than that? David Blatt being I'm, denied I'm sending, at the gate. I'm
3: sending you Sataransky dunk clips once a week. Satur- Every week you're getting a new Saturansky dunk clip from me.
0: You could have told me Saturansky was the new hope of the Wizards or like somebody who's working with Dan Steinberg on the D.C. Sports Bug. <laughs> I would have I would well, believed anything with maybe- that.
3: Could it be a side gig? I have to tell you, today I tweeted this. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw it. NBA history put a uh, 55 second clip of the bullets that bullets team with uh, when Rasheed Wallace was a rookie and Chris Webber was on uh, there. They were, it was probably the. It really tore the heart out of me. Yeah. Watching those two It was 55 seconds of those two playing together in a in a scrimmage. They were going up against one another.
0: Oh my god! Wow. Did you get a contact high? <laughs>
3: It hurt, it hurt my heart. No, I cried. I cried. I had to clean up the tears.
0: Uh, thanks to Sonos, the smart speaker system that streams all your favorite music to any room or every room. Control your music with one app or fill your home with pure immersive sound. Add to your existing music services or discover something new. Go to Sonos.com right now. Sonos, send Joe House something. He loves Sonos. Thanks to Stamps.com. Oh, I
3: do love Sonos.
0: Yeah, send, that, send Joe House something. Thanks to Stamps.com, stop relying on the post office. Buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. Sign up for Stamps.com. Use the promo code BS for a four-week trial plus a $110 bonus offer that includes postage at a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in BS House. Don't forget, your boys, Keeping It 1600, live pregame and postgame shows for Sunday's presidential debate. Doing it on Facebook and twitter facebook.com slash i watch every
3: second i love those guys them calling sean ha- sean hannity three weeks ago was was the funniest thing that happened in the month of september
0: well we want this to work because if if we can pull off this facebook twitter thing every once in a while with live events which we think we will uh it'll eventually lead to you and shack at the masters where you're just you're wearing your own green jacket <laughs> you're you're wearing your own green jacket in the callaway shack house only it's just covered in in oh. blue cheese It'll be great. Yeah, It'll I want be to bring the new life. homie. I'm,
3: I'm bringing our boy Chris Vernon along. He loves the Masters.
0: Yeah, don't be, don't be, when is, when are you going on Chris Vernon's podcast? I don't Certainly want you to invite me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to allow that. I'm going to block that one. I'm a pod whore. I did Chris Salyzer two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, sure. You did do the I, I,
3: I, I give it to, I give it up to anybody. <laughs>
0: Saturday night, October 15th, Boston, Massachusetts. Jimmy Kimmel and I are doing a live show at the Schubert Theater. All proceeds benefit Harvard scholars at risk. Go to citycenter.org or call 866-348-9738 for tickets. C-I-T-I-Center.org. And uh, and that's it, House. So listen, do me a favor. Don't look at the Western Conference over-unders next week. I promise not to. Yeah. Cause yeah, there are a couple. We'll do another th-
3: quick drive by, and then we'll get quick serious about the preparation. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm get, I'm All getting serious this weekend. I'm throwing myself into it. I. I
3: well, we're both going to go. Most importantly, three and O for these Callaway par three picks.
0: Yeah, yeah, we got that. We have to. We got that. All right. Enjoy the weekend. Go Red Sox. Thanks, House. Thanks, Lombardi.
1: And we'll talk to you next week. We want this track right here. Close your eyes. Pitching me rolling.